Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Arthritis at Home. I'm Kelly Lenvoy, Vice President of Communications Public Affairs at Arthritis Consumer Experts. I'm joined by two of my colleagues today, Ellen Wang, Programs Coordinator, Cheryl Cohen, the Founder and President of ACE. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Together this week, as we move towards Friday, September 30th, we're headed towards the second annual National Day for Truth and Reconciliation here in Canada. And ACE, over the course of the last 12 months, has held a number of presentations and webinars around truth and reconciliation. And one of the consistent questions we get from the people who are attending our webinars and presentations is what can they do? So to start off our episode today, Ellen, I want to pose the question to you when people are looking ahead to this Friday and the second annual day for TRC, Truth and Reconciliation, what are some of the things they can think about if they want to reflect or engage or even educate on that special day? Thank you for that question, Kelly. And, you know, I'd like to start with a land acknowledgement and I encourage everyone else to do so as well. Uh, as small as the step may seem, I think it's, it's a beginning, right? It's, it's a first step that we can all take. So I'd like to begin by acknowledging the land on which uh, ACE and all of its members gather, which is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Squamish, uh, the Musqueam and the tsleil nations. So really grateful to be here, especially on this really, really stunning day. And after kind of the land acknowledgement part, you know, I think you have to start by looking inward to ask yourself, what am I already aware of? What skills do I already de have developed or worked on recently? And then where do I need to go? What do I need to learn? And how can I take those steps to act, right? Because everyone will have kind of a different trajectory um, and a different path on their own journey. So this is very much so your own, e even though we are walking uh, alongside Indigenous peoples. There's a ton of really great resources, and I know we're going to share a bunch as a part of this, uh, this recording, but whether that's I'm going to start reading, there's some fantastic books out there, very easy that we can access, we can Google, or maybe that's I want to, you know, I've done the reading, I've done the knowledge gathering part, now I want to synthesize and be able to take action look into a way where you you know you feel connected to whether that's a cause a charity um, and then see if you can actually volunteer your time there so ask yourself reflect and then start to take action whether that's by gathering information or taking that first step as a, as a very general way to go yeah i just want to add to what ellen just said kelly you know, as either colonials or settlers, non-Indigenous people, we need to both learn and unlearn, right? And that creates tension in us, inside of us. We have to learn what has happened to Indigenous peoples on the land of Turtle Island. We have to unlearn how we contributed to what happened to them. Not just our ancestors in the past, if in fact we were born on this land, um, but if we come to this land new, 
because colonial practices pervade, as a settler, we kind of naturally flow into those practices, those thought patterns about colonialism, right? We follow colonial rules. And so both um, colonials, meaning from people who came to this land and took it, and then were born here, or have come to this land, we all have to, as Ellen says, work together, come to this knowing, right? And, and then begin to learn what actually happened and unlearn what are by this point in our lives kind of natural responses to colonialism. We just keep perpetuating it. Um, so, and, and that's not always easy to do, but it's imperative that we do it to achieve truth and reconciliation um, for indigenous uh, peoples. So, yeah, it's, it's just a, such an important time. Um, the whole month, um, which is Indigenous Awareness Month uh, and leading up to September 30th. So whether you're attending a public lecture, you're marching along the street with your brother and sister who's indigenous, whether you're visiting an art installation in your city that is a silent protest against the injustices, the inequities, um, the harm done to indigenous people. And you stand around and you talk with people who are indigenous at that event. That's where we start on the ground um, with them and showing them that we are truly working at being good allies, not just in name, right? It's not performative. So speaking of the learning unlearning journey that not only ACE has embarked on, but other members of the arthritis community, we've been working and collaborating together with other leaders here in Canada, um, again, over the, the last almost year and a half now. Um, I'm wondering, Cheryl, if you wanted to share um, what some of the specific initiatives ACE is exploring um, as we go to the last quarter of 2022 and looking ahead to 2023, what, um, what are sort of the next stages of ACE's uh, education and advocacy effort, uh, efforts around truth and reconciliation, particularly as it relates to arthritis care in Canada? Yeah, um, thank you for asking that question, Kelly. So first and foremost, um, we all on this screen and back behind us who are not seen right now, oh, uh, a massive debt of gratitude to Dr. Terry Lynn Fox, who is uh, an indigenous scholar, an indigenous woman, um, and a survivor of Indian day schools um, in Southern Alberta. She has been our guide, our mentor, our teacher, our dear friend, our ally, in helping us organizationally and personally as team members in these do our work. So a huge, um, again, debt of gratitude to Dr. Fox for everything that she's helped us with this thus far in our, in our programming and in our implementation of that programming. As you say, Kelly, our focus really has been um, for people with arthritis who are indigenous, but obviously that goes beyond our arthritis community. Um, 
and a reminder to our audience that Indigenous peoples experience a much higher rate of our forms of arthritis versus the non-Indigenous population. So it's even more important that arthritis organizations, um, whether they're research organizations or medical associations or patient organizations like ours, really step up and practice allyship, good allyship. Um, so some of the first things that we've done uh, were to do this learning and unlearning process ourselves, right? We can only step up to the plate and offer some leadership um, when we have an, an unbelievable mentor by our side as we do with Dr. Fox and her colleagues. Um, we also uh, need to um, deconstruct our own colonial ways within our organization. And we've begun that process by editing our website uh, to include appropriate Indigenous content, um, to make sure that it's culturally appropriate and sensitive, to do trauma editing, um, because our, our Indigenous brothers and sisters have experienced 140 uh, plus years of trauma and the resulting effects of trauma, intergenerational trauma. Um, so we've been doing that. And then we've been sharing some of our learnings uh, and the expertise of Dr. Fox through a webinar uh, series, which Ellen has uh, really wonderfully moderated and led uh, with Dr. Fox. Um, we have done a lot of work uh, and, and are going to be working towards completion on this particular project near the end of the year, which is launching an arthritis specific website on Call to Action 22, which focuses on providing really good information to both healthcare professionals in arthritis, as well as non-Indigenous and Indigenous peoples on traditional healing practices and beliefs. This is a really fundamental call to action uh, of those that are specific to health, which are the numbers 18 to 24. If you wanna dive into the Truth and Reconciliation Report, uh, calls to action section. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, we're doing many other things now moving forward. And I think I'm going to stop there and let Ellen talk about the forward looking view. So to, in our 2023 work plan and some of the themes that have emerged, Kelly, from the listening that we've done from both our Indigenous leaders and partners in this work, but also from our participants in the webinar programs themselves. Um, so there's a bit of a, a, a taste. And I know we're gonna provide links at the end of this um, episode for people to go check out some of the things that I've, I've spoken about, but maybe I'll turn it to Ellen to talk about what's gonna come up in 2023, if that's where you were gonna take us, Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl. And, you know, it's been a very enriching experience to, to be on kind of both sides. So to be able to work with Dr. Sherilyn Fox and at the same time, getting to review some of the participant comments that we've gathered through the webinar series and to see the, the gaps, right? So one thing I realized, and this is something that is very much so uh, resonates with my own self is there seems to be, for example, we, there are individuals who have attended the webinars report, you know, I've done the reading. 
I've talked to indigenous peoples. I've taken kind of those first preliminary steps, but to follow sweet and be able to truly take that knowledge and implement it, to take that knowledge and to do the work, there's a little bit of a gap. And that gap can be, I don't know what to do with what I've learned, or it can be, I think I know what to do, but I'm afraid to start conversations, uncomfortable conversations, as Cheryl has said, with friends, family, colleagues. Um, I don't know if what I'm doing uh, will offend an Indigenous person. Uh, and these are all, you know, so, so relevant. And I think as somebody who's on the journey, and like, I completely am on the same page. As Dr. Fox has said in what we've seen in our recent survey, which is the health inequities survey, is we, we talk about health inequities as if um, they were things of the past. We speak about residential schools as if they are things of the past. And yes, residential schools may have closed, but as Cheryl has mentioned, the trauma has persisted. Right? And acknowledging that it's not an individual thing. It's not that the healthcare providers want to provide traditional medicines, healing practices. It's our system was built in a way that does not accommodate, respect, put forward options that are culturally sensitive, culturally um, really supportive, right? Tailored, patient-centered, all of these buzzwords that we use in research. Uh, so those are kind of two main uh, things that I'm really, really excited about in the 2023 calendar. And, you know, chime in if I missed anything, everyone. Well, I'm, I'm just curious that... because one of the things that, um, that we've talked about during the episode here are webinars. And ACE actually has a webinar coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I would love to tell you. Um, so on October 7th, um, very, very timely webinar. Um, so right after uh, National Truth and Reconciliation Day, so the week after, uh, Dr. Fox will actually talk about her experience being there for the Papal visit uh, that was back in at the end of July and her kind of thoughts, her own personal thoughts, reflections of not only being there, um, seeing the results of that, but kind of uh, forward looking into the future. So very, very exciting webinar. And I really hope that you take this opportunity um, to learn. Yeah, it's gonna have uh, the webinar coming on October 7th, I'm gonna oh. say Friday, yeah. Um, is 30 minute presentation by Dr. Fox followed by a 30 minute period where people can ask uh, questions and Ellen will do a great job uh, moderating as she as she always does. I think Dr. Fox is so excited to be able to share her view both as a scholar of this topic, um, a survivor of the system itself, and then um, as an Indigenous woman who's experiencing all of this in real time is really a gift to all of us who are trying to do this work as as good allies. I just want to circle back to some of the things that Ellen talked about, Kelly, in terms of our 2023 activity. Really, if you were to put big, broad brushstrokes on the phases of the work, um, we're talking about you know, readiness. So we've tried to help 
not just ourselves and our organization, but others who come into contact with our programming co-led by Dr. Fox is about readiness, right? It's about getting yourself where you need to be to take action and then sharing knowledge is the next sort of building block from that readiness. Um, really focusing all along this journey of good allyship on self-reflection, it, it just doesn't happen once. It happens every day. It happens every moment of every day because we are working in and living in a colonial system. So you have to be, you have to be on that notice, in that notice mode all the time. Um, and then actually practicing good allyship um, by developing better listening skills, um, by being open, by taking responsibility for your own actions, um, and then planning for action. And then um, really continually identifying learning needs. And I think Ellen's done such a great job really theming up what we're hearing from our webinar participants and then working with Dr. Fox and other Indigenous uh, scholars to, to point, make sure we're being a good ally by pointing us in the right direction um, and being there as, a, as an incredible uh, support to us. And this includes um, their participation in our survey work, making certain that our question sets are reflective of the values um, and the interests and the needs of Indigenous people. So, uh, and that the responses that we think we understand actually are their understanding as well. So it's a it's a kaleidoscope of activities, really, and 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 um, and learning and pushing out that learning to our community that I think is so um, so needed. And and I think lastly. Um, there is an amazing organization um, in Montreal uh, and, and organizations like this uh, exist across the country and our members and our, our team uh, don't just pay uh, respect to the land of the Coast Salish people, but all peoples across uh, Turtle Island. Um, is the Montreal Indigenous Community Network. We're gonna give you their link. They have some amazing resources for non-Indigenous uh, colonial settlers that will help support them in their journey uh, towards or their furtherance of good allyship with Indigenous um, peoples across the land. So um, just wanted to give them a shout out for the great work uh, that they've done and many others like them uh, across across the country, so. Well, thank you, you two, uh, very much for taking the time today and sharing that insight and information with us. I think everyone is going to, who's viewing is going to appreciate the links that we do provide at the end. And to you, our viewers, we really hope you're gonna be able to take some time on Friday, September 30th, and engage and reflect on what is the second annual Day for Truth and Reconciliation here in Canada. So thanks again, you two, and thanks everyone for viewing another episode of Arthritis at Home. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.